Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast, a Star Wars episode. And something that me and my man Matt have been waiting for, Hidden Empire. But I am here with Matt. What up, Matt? What up, What up, Jim? What up? And yeah, Hidden Empire, the big deal of the Crimson Dawn. We talked about the idea of were they going to kind of say that Kira disappeared during Return of the Jedi and maybe after? Or will they end up killing her off? What's not? I still think she'll get away at the end, yeah, yeah. but be hurt and kind of go into hiding just in case. But. One thing that I thought when I was reading this is that play that, yeah, we're getting close to getting to the next, you know, round of things. Return of the Jedi is coming up. It's very close. And that Revelations book that starts next week, I actually looked into it finally to see what it was. Seems to be the book that will set up what's coming next. And at one point we were trying to figure out, okay, what is this? We thought it might be some just anthology book thrown out there, but as as far as the solicits goes, it says that it's going to set up the future of the book. So we'll be doing that next week, along probably with Afra, that we ended up skipping yeah. this week just to deal with Hidden Empire. And here we go. And I'll just tell everybody, go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. Review us each and every week. And then go to our Patreon, Patreon.com slash weird science where you can get a bunch of shows and something i haven't mentioned on this show yet we have an annuals week coming up a fifth week of the month every time that happens all the shows including the star wars one will be patreon only for that week and if you sign up for as little as a dollar you can end up listening to those that week or you can just say all right i'll just skip this week whatnot but here we go. Star Wars Hidden Empire Part 1, A Matter of Time. It's written by Charles Sewell. Art by Stephen Cummings. Uh, inks by Victor Olazaba. And colors by Giru FX. Letters by VCs Travis Lanham. There is no, you know, crawl, which yeah, I know isn't. that sometimes they don't have a I actually thought we were going to get at least some recap. But instead, you kind of get it in the issue. Mm-hmm. Some of this is, and it's funny when you get into something like this, that's a bigger you know, event that's going to involve all the books where you're reading the regular books and people are just going about their way. All of a sudden, it's something like this. Everybody's got to call each other by their entire name. Like you <laughs> haven't heard these names before. Just to be for clear. Months, right. I mean, yeah. Sava's son is the archivist. I have not heard anybody use that name in quite some time. I forgot who it was. Now, I right? had to think about that one. Yeah. Exactly. When it came up, I'm like, oh, because we also have Sana Staros. In the Afro book, I'm like, boy, these names for a galaxy far, far away. I know that you'll have a lot of people named, though you never really get that play of having another Luke Skywalker. There's got to be like how many Luke Skywalkers out there? It's like the idea of me having the name Jim and not thinking that anybody's ever going to rename that again. It would be (laughs) funny where you just you see almost like back in the day Seinfeld when you ended up having. The TV show within the TV show And they, it'd be like that All of a sudden we see a group of Han Solo, Luke, Princess Leia But they're all like, not quite them That'd be kind of funny But mm-hmm. yeah, some of these things are just going to be Recapped though I didn't mind it You end up, we're reading all of the books That are involved in the main line of the Star Wars stuff So we know most of what's going on But it's nice to kind of 
you know, get a little recap, see what's happening. And some of the situations are set up like the Knights of Ren. They're there to be there so that then they can leave. And then you're like, okay, they're not going to be involved. They ditched them or might be involved in a different way. But the big play, we go back to that beyond the rain, you know, that future deal where the archivist is telling the story of Kira and the idea that things don't work out right. We said this before. We've seen this a couple times where she's almost like to, it's two people there. And I guess the big reveal is who is talking and who are they talking to? And the archivist says, yeah, it didn't really work out. She ended up Kira was a, a woman who wanted to free the galaxy of the reign of the empire, but she always only trusted herself. And that might've been her undoing though. We've seen a lot of people will back her on anything. And then we get that play that we saw recently in the books where Kira ended up sending out the signal. This is what ended up getting the rebellion to know what was going on with the Death Star 2. Mm-hmm. All these things going on. And we do end up seeing more of it here, though, of, okay, she sent out the signal. Everybody go on the attack. Let's bring down the Empire from within. And it was, I don't know that it really played out for me during the books. It was that the Empire was now fully aware of her and the Crimson Dawn. I just thought she was like, yeah, you know, it's time to do this and let's go. But you see one guy and he's doing a little hacking and me and you both thought he was smoking. I mean, he has it in his mouth. It looks exactly like. I would think they'd be more of vapors in that. We've seen hookahs and things like that going. But yeah, and you see that. Darth Vader and the Empire, when they become aware of the Crimson Dawn, they're hunting them down. And they say that it's, oh, it's so much easier than even the deal with the Jedi. That kind of was a weird play because they've been under, you know, they've been hiding in the shadows all this time. And in the book, like a Vader book and whatnot, they're having problems finding some of the people. And yet here, we're just going to push. Well, maybe it it's forward. like a domino effect. Once somebody turns, you, they turn somebody else. Yeah. And you, yeah. It seemed like all that in that part here, you're really kind of saying, okay, we're, we're going forward with this. And this sort of thing happened, even though they're struggling with it in the regular books, but this isn't much of a time jump of what they're talking. They're talking now, but it seems like Vader's ripping through things. Now everybody's taking down the Crimson Dawn. To the point where you have Kira, you know, going into this next phase of things, trying to figure out. And they mentioned Darth Maul. We haven't seen that in a while. The idea that Darth Maul was the Crimson Dawn leader taught Kira all he knew. And now Kira has taken over because Maul's gone. And you then get the Fermata Cage. And this is where, again, I kind of like, okay, here we go. This is very much stuff from the Afra book. And if you end up going through this issue, I think the Afro book might be the most important thing to this event so, so far, far. Yes. Right. Yeah, Isn't that yeah. a weird play? It is. I mean, you have the Star Wars book, you have the Vader book, the Bounty Hunters and Afra, and the Afra stuff seems to be the most important because in that book, and they try to give you a little bit of a recap, kind of, you don't really, this Fermata Cage. If you don't understand what it is, join the club. It's one of those (laughs) things that we've had in the Afro book where you have this old technology that you don't quite get what it is. And sometimes it's going to change. So really don't worry that much. All it seems to do is somehow freeze time and able to then unfreeze it. 
And it seems as if it captures people almost like a phantom zone. If you ask me what I think it's like, I think that it ends up capturing things and putting things in this little frozen pocket dimension. Pocket, type yeah, pocket universe. And yeah. if they can make this work, it seems like Kira thinks that they can unfreeze a Sith and an apprentice from before. It seems this cage, and this might be something, and I tried to look up a, a couple things, but it might be something that people will say, oh, this is well known, and I hope I get it right, even though I didn't know that this, but it seems like at one point there was some problems, and they ended up you know, trapping a Sith and his apprentice, and this is where Kira, because the big play here is to mention, we don't have a Force user. We don't really have a really, they have the Knights of Ren. They're kind of, you know, almost there. They end up having, Kofun Ferris is here. They use technology from the Ascendant, not quite there. And I think that what Kira wants is a Sith and Apprentice to go after the Emperor and Darth Vader. And that's a cool mm-hmm. setup. I think that that would be really I think it neat. is too, because those old school Siths are pretty, uh, pretty powerful. And I have a feeling that if that happens, not only just powerful, but, but it'd be fun to have a other Sith apprentice really show you that the Emperor and Darth Vader are, are kind of nonsense. Like, mm-hmm. they'd come out like, oh, what do they think they are? Like, we think the Emperor and, and Vader are, like, the baddest of the bad. So I think that that's a cool play. Also, you might get the idea that a a, a Sith might not like what the Emperor is doing. Maybe it's not right on the lines of what they really would have done and things like it, It's it's intriguing We're, and pretty cool, but it might be an opportunity for them to bring in some Sith from like the, the stuff that's not in continuity anymore. Yeah, Maybe. yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, I'd yeah. like to see what's going on with this. So you end up they're trying, and you have the archivist trying to activate this Fermata cage, and I I just want to just throw it out there too. And you're you got to be with me. Anytime we get these sort of things, why can't they name them better? It almost name. ends up like yeah, all of them have been, you know, the thought dowser. <laughs> like, really? Like that's the, the Fermata cage. It, that seems like something you like make beer in or something. They only want you to understand one word of the, the two words. So I understand cage. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. They, they end up like, let's muck up one word, but put it with a regular deal. It's very odd. But you end up having the archivist who they're they're trying desperately to make this thing work. They're trying to almost get a spark into it, which actually throws me off. And again, I'm going to assume that most people have either listened to us or read most of the books. I'm really shocked they didn't really try to get Afra, who has uh-huh. a spark eternal in her, to end up doing this. I think that we may get to that. But you end up where the archivist goes, hey, I got a hold of you, Phil Fun Ferris, because you know the most of anybody about the Ascendant. I'm like, that is, first off, a very small list of people. And what do they know? I mean, we've seen that they're trying desperately to get the Ascendant stuff, but never really could quite gather it up and, and really solidify. But there's yeah. Kofan Ferris. So, again, if you're reading all the books, you're like, okay, here's Kofan Ferris. We've had a love-hate relationship with Kofan, but it's cool to see them there. And you also have the Knights of Ren, that the people like them. Yeah, and I swear, cool. is it the little guy? Who throws the shade at that? Because I swear it was, but then I couldn't tell because they're sitting down. But it certainly looks... The little guy was taking a nap, and he, he was taking a nap, I think. And says, maybe you didn't understand the word nap. I'm <laughs> like, oh, you get him, little guy. We love the little guy there. <laughs> um, and But that's, again, where Charles Sewell, I think that he's a good writer. I think that he understands. He's a very smart guy. He's a lawyer. 
I find a lot of his, and we've talked about this in the regular Star Wars book and even some other things, where you can tell the setup of things as being set up. When you end up having the, you have to right away show that they're not really down with what's going on, the artists. Yeah. And they, yep. So, hey, come on over here. That's your job. You're supposed to be over here. Hey, what don't you understand about, about a nap, lady? Uh-oh. <laughs> Knights of Red are not very happy. So that when they leave, you're like, oh, yeah, they weren't that happy. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> but it, it ends up being very, he's a very technical type of writer in my mind. That it really is point A, point B, point C. It all makes sense. Cause it all effect. lines up. But yep. it ends up almost feeling not as exciting because it, he tips his hat at points like that. And that was one of those things where I'm like, eh, except with the little guy. I mean, seriously. Also, the, the archivist should come right back with, what don't you understand about a helmet? I can't see that you're sleeping. You're just sitting there, little guy. <laughs> yeah, they're all wearing their stupid helmets. You, know, you can't tell what with they're these doing. Helmets. How can you tell somebody sleeping with a helmet on? And I'm sure that there's a breathing apparatus deal that would make a noise like a Darth Vader. But to me, it wouldn't make that much of a noise. I think Vader hits a button and it makes it worse so that he can, you know, threaten people. Does it do it? Do people sleep with their arms behind their head, too? That's weird. Like, that's like a little guy's pose. just sitting there like he's like. At a campfire telling <laughs> stories there, right? I just yeah. don't get it. But yeah, you have them all pissed off. And then you end up where if you don't understand the Fermata cage, suddenly it's not just the Fermata cage, but a giant made up Fermata. Cage. Like, I don't. I didn't know what was going on in that page. There's like a guy without a foot. I don't know what was going on. I know. I, I'm sitting there looking at this huge thing, too, where. What's inside it? Is this uh, a terrarium? Are they? And I think that that's where you're going to end up having those Sith or whatnot. If it, if it works, because by the end of this, it didn't quite work, and they ended up having to skedaddle. But it did end up hitting the dark side because while this is going on, you end up having Palpatine freaking out. He's all and in this again, I don't know that you need recap to find out. Okay, here's a, the emperor is a jerk, and he has everybody under their thumb. But again, this is again the Charles Sewell deal of we got to remind people that nobody is anybody to the emperor. Everybody yep. serves him. It doesn't matter whether or not you like it or not. That's how it's going to go. You serve me, and he's yelling at all the heads, all the crime heads, all of this stuff going down. And again, if you've read. All these books, you'll recognize some of these guys, gals, aliens, whatnot. But Kira is not there. And they're like, okay, we wanted this. All of this is going on. But there's somebody missing. Yes, it's Lady Kira. I'm like, I don't know that that, the the Crimson Dawn always seemed to be like in the shadows, not full out. Hey, we're one of the heads of the. I don't know. Some things in this kind of maybe I'm wrong, but it it, it rubbed me not the wrong way, but it kind of surprised me like. I didn't see it that way. Rattling each other because of how she's manipulating them. And I think Emperor's like, you got to stop. Just She's the one that's causing all this. Just stop her. But it, he says, though, there's one that we do not see here today. You know, why? Oh, it's Lady Kira. She's a real jerk. She's, I just don't yeah, understand that. Is weird. that. You're, right, you're right. It's almost like he's saying she was supposed to be there of no. this head of the deal. And that wasn't the way that the Crimson Dawn plays out but yeah exactly. you do end up again seeing that they're ripping through and everybody's going around and taking down the crimson dawn especially starting in the empire which we saw was the case this was a hydra 
in the Star Wars universe. Everybody went down. I remember the dawn. Go for the dawn. Like everybody was involved. Everybody had their roots in. And that was the cool thing about Crimson Dawn. By the time they were realized to be a thing, they had already infiltrated everything. So that was their their cool I see the, uh, they're being taken down. Yeah, the first panel where they're taking the shooting those guys in the back. It's like, can you imagine the cleanup on that? Like, there's just blood <laughs> everywhere. Like, why just, don't they just take just them, throw them out of, into space? Throw them in space. Yeah. yeah. It's like these guys are running down the hall. Like, the, where are they going to get to? Okay, we're, run so for it. It's, it's overkill, you know? <laughs> it's just, it's the intended. wow factor. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's to show you the deal. Also, Vader finds out that one stormtrooper is actually part of Crimson Dawn and slices them in half. <laughs> there are better ways to do this. Also, you would kind of maybe keep these guys alive to find out, like you said, the next person in line. But, hey, they go through. It's the big thing to play. And then you send out the fleet to go take down the Vermilion. They end up finding the Vermilion. I did think that it was a funny play with uh, Kira, where the, oh my God, Kira, they have all of these ships and they end up having, you know, an interdictator. I'm telling you, these these, interdictor. Isn't that awful? No, that's cool. <laughs> They're giving us a compliment. All right. I don't see it quite like that, but that's fine. And then again, then you have like, okay, Lady Bright, you do what you need to do. I'm like, I have not heard again. We've, se- we've seen Lady Bright one time, maybe like in the like uh, two years ago. <laughs> this isn't bad because you end up where we're all on the same page. Because if you again, if you're reading this for the first time and you're not reading the other books, some of this stuff we haven't seen in a while either. So I understand you're, you're getting all the names, all the things. I don't know that Lady Bright's going to be that important. Going Lady forward. Bright's dead anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. I think that, and who knows where they are, when they Actually, are. Actually, this is they're, they're play, playing right? the escape ship here. That's yeah, what I'm right. saying. It's very yeah. odd the way that they're playing it. But if it was the case, because we'll have to see, because it kind of gets a little foggy that area. It might be showing these characters just so you know. Oh my God, these were. You know, kind of friends. Kira has already said she doesn't quite have friends. Mm-hmm. She uses people, but she uses them in a way that they get what they want. It's not like she ends up, you know, duping them at the end. She says, and she was telling this to Cadelia at one point, hey, this is what you do. Yeah, you use people, but when you use them, give them exactly what they want. Make sure you give it to them because then they'll become, and if they think they're your friends, that's fine. But remember, you're not. And so it, it almost felt that way. But I don't know. You, because of the twist, if things are a little shady and, and foggy, like I said, until we mm-hmm. get to a point where we see who's left. But you end up where down on this planet you do have the archivist, Kofan Ferris, and the Knights of Ren trying to get some time to, you know, activate this fermatic cage. We don't, the uh, fermatic cage, we don't really know exactly what's going to happen with it right now but when you have kira get a call from the emperor and she says i'm going to delay him a bit you have about 15 minutes 10 minutes whatnot you got to get it to work this time the fleets here were in big trouble kira says i'm gonna throw some shade at the emperor i'm gonna and the emperor actually is visibly upset at one point but not just angry at one point he's visibly surprised it looks like he's shaken and I, I don't like that play of the Emperor. I, I think the Emperor has done this enough where even if he is shocked or surprised, he would be able to not show that. And then once, the, you know, I could even have where he talks to Kira, threatens her, and then the communication goes and he kind of slumps down like he's 
in shock or slumps yeah. down that he's tired. But in this point, you do have this Ramada cage activated. You have Kofan. You have the Knights of Ren hooked up to it. Like, I don't I would not be involved. I know. That's why I would leave. They pretty much have plugs into them to be a conduit into this whole play. Like wrapped around their neck. At one point, they're desperately, it seems, trying to get these collars off because they're lifted up into the air (laughs) with lightning coming off them and on fire. I think that, screw this. But it does seem to activate the cage. Well, now all of a sudden, the Fermata cage isn't that big deal. I, But it's activated to the point where it causes a, a disturbance in the force, in the dark side. That's where the emperor is like, a disturbance? And he's got his eyes wide, and he starts yelling at Kira because Kira is talking crap and saying that I'm not afraid of you. I'm going to end up and, and really plays off the I'm not going to go with your rules. I make my own rules. I don't bow yeah, down like to I you. I didn't elect you, Emperor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't choose it's, you. It's almost like it's from straight from the headlines nowadays. It's kind of a little weird. But, yeah, he feels a disturbance. What did you do? What have you done? He freaks out. He's screaming. And then Kira very calmly says, oh, yeah, you know the screaming key, Invader's Fortress, uh, Mustafar. Yeah, you didn't know what it was for, but I did. And I'm using it now, and you're done. And I don't know why she fully gives the plan. <laughs> All she has to do is you know, Kira out don't and leave him, him anything. Let him guessing. Like, she goes, I unlocked a Fermata case. I'm like, Ugh. why are you saying that? And he says, you're lying. And then she's getting choked out. This thing, though, is so powerful. And things are happening. But it ends up just blowing up. It ends up just having problems. But while that's going, and while Kira is getting choked out, you have this space battle going on because you ended up having the Vermilion launch into space. It's getting attacked. And I started thinking that this Fermata cage was affecting the battle, but I don't think it was. It's mm-hmm. more of the things with the Emperor. He's choking Kira out. Like says, the Emperor is the only one that noticed anything going on. Yeah, that. yeah. And Darth Vader, because he yeah. does call Darth, and Darth's like, yeah, I noticed that too. But she says at one point, you know what the Fermata Cage can do. Freeze individual moments. Use the dark side to suspend people in places and time forever. What can be frozen can be thawed. And then says ages ago, lost to history, an ancient Sith Lord was sealed away by the Fermata Cage. Maul found them. We wanted to free them and then sit back and watch as they came for you. After all, there can only be two. So that seems to be the big play. They're gonna they're trying to bring back a Sith Lord. At least this is what they're telling the Emperor. And then and not even an apprentice, it seems just a Sith Lord. And then we'll see how things battle. Be funny, Darth Vader just flip flops back and forth between sides. <laughs> but that's interesting. I, I said that cool. was pretty interesting. Yeah. And then all of this though even goes back to mo- Darth Maul was a failure. Emperor keeps saying that. He was a failure. You ended up being taught by a failure, so you're a failure. It won't work. I don't even care. And says, you know what? I already lost interest with you. That's not the case. You know that the Emperor is all in, like, what is going on? This is crazy. Uh, Kira says, you can kill me because everything will go on for They don't need me. Everything's set in the place. Might be a little lie. Even by the end when Kira says, this is all the plan. The archivist later said, no, it wasn't. But you end up mm-hmm. where, out of nowhere, and I thought, again, we have said this in some of these books where you end up having a, a scene that should, like, wow the pants off you, and you muck it up a bit because you just turn and there's an explosion. 
And I'm like, okay, what happened? You have to really look. I mean, why is it that you have to kind of look at this a little more to see? Oh, my God, the Vermilion just, just crashed right into, into that destroyer and blew both of them up. And why yeah. would you do There's still other destroyers. Like, that seems to be short-sighted anyway, but... Because, because the, 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 the interdictor ship was shooting at the Vermilion, so it should have taken it down, but it didn't. No, just right into the ship. It was hard to tell. And the Emperor, you know, ends up saying, okay, oh, God, target the escape ships. You have Kira kind of still there, but maybe the hologram's going off to fool him. Again, if the Emperor, in my mind, can choke her out from across the galaxy, he would know. He might be able to sense if she's still alive, but they're yeah. kind of playing this game. And he says, target all the escape pods. There'll be no escape. And they're like, okay, we'll, we'll do that. And, yeah, you see that this whole, you know, cage this whole process of it that blew up the knights of ren are like let's get out of here this is ridiculous i don't want to be involved i hate this so they leave they see that on the emperor gets a hold of darth vader on mustafar says did you feel it yes i did there's a storm within the dark side and then you have the emperor the woman claims she found something that should remain lost she claims to find the fermata cage so that is a big thing and says you find that and yeah anybody who knows anything about it Anybody who's heard rumors about it, if somebody doesn't even know about it, but somehow says Cage, Nick Cage, he's got to <laughs> die. Everybody involved with any Fermata or Cage has to die now. You take care of it. He says it'll be done. So then you go and the big twist. I mean, the big twist is you think that Kira's dead now. Yep. Everybody in the Crimson Dawn, oh, my God. And then you go and you see that, nope, she was never on. The Vermillion. So then right away, I'm thinking what they make the joke about even in Return of the Jedi, all those workers that are working on the Death Star. Oh, my God, they all died. I'm thinking that they're going to say that the Vermilion was totally automated and was made to go up and do this. Nope. They, you end up where, hey, should we end up going and saving the people that were in the escape pods? The few that survived here goes, no, no, we're not going to do that. It really plays off weird the idea that all these people They're ended all dead. up dying. She looks she looks cold too, like she's is just there, no is remorse. There, is there maybe the play here? I'm just asking you. Is it maybe that you need to get Kira suddenly way more evil than we've seen? Because up until now, remember, it really felt like we made the joke in the Star Wars book with the two people who ended up having the plans of the Death Star. Where, oh, Auntie Kira, and then we're like, well, maybe it is the real aunt. That, but it seemed like everybody almost looked at Kira as like their aunt or a mother, or that like she was really seemed like, yes, I'm not really good, but I do things for the right reasons, and I end up being good overall. And this ends up making her straight up murder of people who trusted her. It's, and I, it's I, like it's like a mobster that uh they they try to go yeah. straight. You know, and, and maybe they, it's one of those same where thing. You, you get like Charles Soest to remind you that Kira is not really the hero of the Star Wars universe, that she's bad, too. She's done a lot of bad so stuff. So when yeah. we get to the point where whatever bad happens, that it's not, oh, okay, that there are reasons. Because this was really brushed aside how many people must have died just then just to make it. I mean, really, all this was was to make the dupe so that they think Kira's dead so she can go off. That's all it is. You didn't need people on that ship, but I guess you did. Just you could have had that it. robot run the ship. Yeah, just have all those robots do it. Yeah. Grab that robot uh -huh. that was in that black hole. Disco. 
grab him. He's in a black hole right now. But you you have a lot of things you could have used. And if they would have said, oh, you want to get the idea. And Kira actually didn't tell anybody so that it wouldn't get out. But there were it was all robotic. Everybody, your friends are still alive. Happy with that. They're just back I would have been happy like, with that explanation. Yeah, it's like, what do we, like, hey, the escape pods. Oh, no, there were only robots there. That, well, that wasn't man, yeah. but unless maybe that's it. She says no, which felt weird, but that would tip the hat that it was a dupe. So I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe we'll the person out. asking her the questions doesn't have all the information. That's possible. Yeah, it just seemed like that was a deal there. We'll it, see. it was odd. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's when the Knights of Ren then leave. Everything's falling apart, the whole deal. And, and that's the funny play. I think that when we saw the Fermata cage, but then we saw that big contraption with the Fermata cage that seemed to be in it. And then that blew up. You're almost at the point, oh man, that plan might have worked. But the, no, the Fermata cage is fine. It's still hooked up on the other part. So I'm like, all right, so that's still good. They're going to grab it, skedaddle your way out of there, get to the next place. They have, and it makes sense. A Crimson Dawn and Kira would have. You know, point A, B, C, D. If A goes down, you know exactly where to go to B, or they have a code yeah. that would go with it. She says, move on to the next spot. Take what you did there as a learning experience. We're getting more. I mean, they did tap into the dark side. You ha- you saw it. The Emperor and, and Darth Vader now realize this. So you do have, you know, the experiment continues. They, Could they the Sith have been activated and they don't know about it? Well, that's what, at one point, you almost see, like, it felt like a Ghostbusters deal when there's, like, ghosts flying around. All There is that energy field that ends up swooping around and go, so we may see that something was already activated. Though, again, I think that, talking to Vader, Vader, did you sense it? Yeah, there's a storm within the dark side. I think that if a Sith Lord came back, it would be, holy crap, they're back. Yeah. Like, you would know that. And I think that this is the start of it, though. I think that there is this, like, process. You you rev up the engine. Okay, we got it to start, but now it's stalled again. Okay, let's prime this. Let's do that. Let's change a carburetor. I don't know anything about cars. I'm just saying <laughs> names. Maybe it works. I don't, but the funny thing is I'm trying to make it a car deal, but all I'm thinking of is my lawnmower that has the worst problems that I know I hit that prime. Uh, but yeah, I think that this is the kickstarting of it. Maybe it works better as a thing with a, a lawnmower because you keep pulling that cord, it sputters a little bit. They make electric lawnmowers now, Jim. I yeah. think that's the uh, battery power. If I took a picture of my backyard right now, you'd only just say, you know, they make lawnmowers <laughs> now, Jim, because our lawnmower last year, we ended up, you know, we're mowing the lawn. And then my kids, who finally did like once or twice, Left the lawnmower out behind the shed. I didn't even know. I I don't go out there, and so it it got ruined. It oh. got ruined over last winter. So then I went to go and you know go to mow the lawn. I'm like, where's the lawnmower? It's gone. Oh, it's behind the shed. Oh, thanks a lot. And it didn't work. So I got pissed and said, okay, backyard, you are out of sight, out of mind. I'm sure our neighbors were pissed. <laughs> you end up at the end where Kira says it's all part of the plan. And then the archivist in the future says it was not part of the plan, which, yeah, that's kind of a funny ending. Yeah, it's 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 similar to Crimson Rain with the archivist narrating, narrating everything and making little jokes and stuff. It definitely is. And and that is a good point. It's actually just a continuation, it seems. Yeah, you can pick Rain. up right that's off what of it that. really feels like. So if you did like that, I think you'll like this. And I I didn't mind this first issue. No, I just, you know, when you're talking about it and things like that, I just wanted to point out some of the things that 
I don't know. There's a couple things that made me roll my eyes a bit, but it's setting up this deal because we it's it's a shame once we get to Return of the Jedi, even though that's a very narrow scope of what was going on in the whole universe, but you didn't hear mention of Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn wasn't involved. So there has to be something to explain how they either went back in the shadows, maybe Kira, maybe maybe and the play in my mind. If you're going to continue Crimson Dawn, I would believe that after Return of the Jedi, and then if you go a little forward ahead to that, maybe Cadalia is the one who takes over. She's kind of been in the wings learning a little from Kira. They haven't shown her much, but she has all, she'll unite the, you know, the crime families and then maybe even continue with the Crimson Dawn. Kira could be an advisor or something. Yeah, or she gets killed. I'm telling you, if it's one of those things that she goes down. But remember, there are people the archivist is talking about or talking to as well. So we'll see. But I think one might be Cadalia. And I think that she might be, you know, the future of the Crimson Dawn. That'd be cool because that's That's a bounty hunter stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that could be used going forward. I mean, if you go to the books and take them past Return of the Jedi, you could end up having Cadalia kind of back for revenge, trying to build it up, build it up a different way. I don't know. So. And obviously has connections to a lot of the characters in Bounty Hunters. So we'll see how it goes. That's just my little theory. But what would you give this? I'd give it a seven and a half just for. Yeah, uh, I think I might go a little higher. I might go seven, eight. I almost went eight, but I want to see how this all works out. I want to see how it goes. I'm, I'm worried about getting really excited because a lot of the things like Crimson Rain, War of the Bounty Hunters, we did get excited at the beginning and then they kind of just drug on. They didn't really do much. It was always to set up the next thing. Hopefully this isn't that because it should be like an ending and maybe that'll be something that's exciting. But seven to eight for me, the art's good pretty much. Uh, And the story, like I said, it's a little paint by numbers recap, but it's fine. You get people in place, you see names and stuff. So going forward, we'll see how this works out. But I said next week we have Star's Revelations and Dr. Afra. And Dr. Afra kind of ends the story of it, but doesn't. We'll see. We'll have to see <laughs> next week. I'm sure people have read it by now. But thanks, everybody, for listening. As always, please go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Then go over to our uh, website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. And then finally, check out our Patreon, Patreon.com slash WeirdScience. Everything of those links are in the show notes. Just check on the link trees and those sort of things but that is that we're going to get out of here a little longer episode than usual so that's cool enough yep. but yeah thanks Matt for joining me thanks everybody and we'll talk to you next week Go read comics. you are all weirdos weird science is the revolution weird science is the revolution weird science is the revolution